I want to share something with you. As a thank you for being a part of this journey and listening to the podcast week in, week out, I want to share this with you first because you mean the most to me. You show up and you listen and you give me feedback and you support the podcast. And this means so much to me. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be launching something brand new and I cannot wait to get started and tell you all about it. It's called the Energetics of Money program, and it's going to transform your mindset from scarcity to abundance and open up the floodgates so you can make more money, help more people and have more freedom. But I want to support you first to get past the stress and the overwhelm of over-servicing and undercharging your clients so you can feel confident to charge your worth, raise your prices, and live without the fear of losing any more clients. This is all of my work put together into a six-week program to help you shift your money mindset to a whole new level. And I cannot wait to share it with you. So you can experience what it's going to be like, I've created a free masterclass called Charge Your Worth how to raise your prices and earn more money without feeling guilty. This masterclass is happening on Monday, the 15th of February at two different times. So you can tune in on, you can tune in at 10 a.m. Eastern Australian time or 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Australian time. As part of this masterclass, you'll discover the top three fears that stop you from charging your worth, the seven energetic blocks that are keeping you from making more money and how to let go of the fear and guilt so you can be confident in sharing your prices. This masterclass is for you if you'd like to raise your prices but fear losing more clients. You'd like to feel confident in saying your prices to potential clients without needing to discount. You want to let go of all the people pleasing and over-servicing and still have clients that love you. You want to get off the hamster wheel of working harder for less than you're worth. And you want to earn consistent income and let go of the fear and guilt around money. If this sounds like you, then you can head to the link in the show notes and register for the masterclass. It's complimentary. It's going to be an hour long and I'm here to give you all of it. And then I'm going to share a little bit of exciting news about the energetics of money. So make sure you head across and register for the masterclass now. And let's get into today's episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Okay, so today's episode was inspired by a client of mine that I've been working with recently, and she has been smashing it and taking huge action, and the results are definitely showing. So we've been working on her money mindset. She had some fear around raising her prices. She had some fear around sharing those prices with her existing clients, as well as launching something new. So we had a session recently, and she basically has doubled her income in a month, And she's never had a month like that before. So she hit over five figures and she was so freaking excited by it. And so we celebrated and it was amazing. And then a couple of days later, I chatted with her and she's like, she had come down from her high and we were talking about next month and we were talking about the next steps that she was taking in her business. And as we were chatting, I noticed a little bit of a hesitation and I asked her, what was the thought that just ran through your mind then? And she said, well, I know that I've had a really good month and it's amazing. 
And then there was, there's always that word. There's always the word and we say it in our heads and we say it out loud, but I've been great at this, but, oh yes, this worked, but every time that you follow a sentence with the word, but you are literally canceling out everything that you've just said before. So, and I recognize this in another one of my clients as well, where I asked her to acknowledge something that she'd done really well that week. And she mentioned like, yeah, I did this. And I actually followed up and did some phone calls that I knew were really difficult. And then as soon as she did it, she was like, but, and I was like, be mindful that you don't go straight to discounting your worth because that is your worth. You are discounting the belief in yourself and your abilities to achieve what you want to achieve. So that is my first point in this conversation before I even dive into it any further. If you are using the word but, please remove it from your vocabulary in any way, shape or form. Replace it with and. Okay, so you can still say, I did those difficult phone calls and I made the phone calls even though I felt awkward and I know that like that made me stronger. And I know I can do it again, right? So when you use the word but, you're literally cancelling out everything you've just said before it. And so you want to be mindful of that because your brain is listening to that. And that's how we, we discount our value and we discount the belief in ourselves because our brain is built on belief systems, built on the words that we use. And if we are canceling them out with the word but, then our, our subconscious mind isn't taking them on board as truth because it's, it's basically saying that it's not true. It's like literally canceling it out. Okay. So what, where was I? Sorry, I totally digressed. So yes, so she shared with me that she was having some hesitation. And so I was like, okay, so what's what was the thought that ran through your head then? And she said, like I said before, I've had a really good month, but I don't know if I can maintain it. And this is really, really so disheartening, to be honest, like, and yet so common because we can often have a great experience. We can often have something, a huge win and we celebrate it. And then we, as soon as we come down from our high, we go straight into self doubt, into believing that we can't maintain it. But this is the thing. It's so common because your brain wants you to stay safe. And I know I bang on about this all the time, but if you can get it, it's a whole new level of thinking about things because every time that you let fear stop you take action, it's because you're believing what your brain is telling you. You're believing the thoughts that are running through your mind, which aren't necessarily true, right? You decide what truth is. And if it's not serving you, and even if it is reality, like if you're literally describing reality, but it doesn't serve you and it's not the reality that you want to be living, then you've got to start to describe your reality in a much more positive way in the way that you do want to experience it. So yes, so recognize what your your brain is automatically going to. And like I was saying, your brain is there to keep you safe. It wants you to stay safe and not do things that are dangerous or scary. So as my client stepped into this whole new version of herself, right? Because she'd never achieved five figure months before. It wasn't even something that she thought was possible when she first started her business. And so you and I both know that business is literally a personal development journey and you're becoming a whole new version of yourself every new growth phase you go through. And so this was this new growth phase that she was stepping into. And so she was walking around and as we all do walking around with an identity, uh, all these beliefs around who we believe we are and what we believe we're capable of. And because she pushed the boundary of that identity and, and then she's starting to create this new existence of what it means and, and how I earn money and how I can receive money and welcome money that she's created, started to create this new little legs, right? How else I can describe it is like literally little legs on a plant. So it's like sprouting little legs that are creating a whole new version of you. 
And if you're not careful, you're, you can literally like just be pulling all of those growths back and go back into your comfort zone. And so what's really key is that you recognize that in every phase of growth, there is going to be doubt. There is going to be fear. There is going to be second guessing yourself and questioning your abilities because you are developing the new abilities. You're growing, you're learning, and you're stepping into a whole new level of the unknown. And so because she had stepped into this new level and she created this result, they're all, again, brought up all these different money beliefs of like, oh, can I be this person that earns five figures every month? What would that mean for me? Who would I become? What would I spend my money on? How would I use money? And if I've had bad money experiences in the past, would that happen again? Right? So it brings up all of these money beliefs that then start to cause us to want to play small and cause us to want to crawl back into that comfort zone where it's safe and comfy and we know what we can do and who we are in that zone. So then you've got to ask yourself, okay, do I really want to stay in that zone? Because if you don't, and you know that this, there's this precipice you've got to get past, and like my client had, like she pushed past it, she created a result, and then automatically went back into the comfort zone of like, oh, I don't know if I can, because it's when we doubt it, right? She was like, literally, like, I don't think I can maintain that. They went back into this zone of doubt. And so by staying there, that's not serving her in any way, shape or form. But it's also recognizing that, that, okay, that's still comfortable. So what we need to do is get to that next phase where the next phase is comfortable. So by the normal five figures, how can you become comfortable in that new zone? And that's by stretching yourself to do the things that need to happen to become this new identity in this new phase. So I guess what I want you to take away from that is just one, know that it's common and know that if you've experienced this in the past before, please know it's okay and that it's normal. And then I guess what I want you to start to consider is how you create this new identity and how you step into this new identity and then how you maintain that level of success because it is absolutely possible. And often we will basically say, well, I don't think it's possible or we will express doubt because we want to go back to the comfort zone, right? We want to stay where we were safe when we know exactly what we're capable of and our capacity is and know that, you know, being there was okay and comfortable. We need to make sure that we're creating this new identity, but also making sure that we're articulating and describing that new identity, describing that new space of where you're about to step into that feels safe because at the moment it feels unknown and it feels scary. So as we're thinking about stepping into that zone, we want to go, okay, how much clarity can we have about that zone to know that I'll be safe in that place? Well, one, you have evidence to prove that you've done it before. And so, you know, you can do it again, unless you use the word, but, and discount it, unless you question your abilities, unless you question your skills, unless you question your strength, your tenacity, your ability to do what you did, right? Because if you are automatically going back into self-doubt, then you're literally canceling out everything that that action actually gave you the gave you the confidence and the competency that you needed to develop that belief system. So I guess the first thing I would suggest is debrief with yourself how you created that success, because that's how we re-embed new belief systems, right? If we're able to acknowledge, stop and take a moment and go, this is what I did. I did this, I did this, I did that, I created this, that gave me the ability to earn this, that gave me the ability to charge this, and this is what my clients paid me for. And so if, when we stop and actually acknowledge it, we're building, we're bolstering, building, we're bu- building and bolstering the belief and the confidence in our abilities. This is really key, right? Because when we look at the triangle of success, the key things that develop our level of success is our belief in our abilities, 
our belief in success and our belief in money. So we need to make sure that we're maximizing on the fact that we do believe in our skills and abilities. So even though that first time felt like a fluke, or maybe felt like you got lucky, or something just fell into place, you don't even know what it is. Often if we go into the self-doubt because we're questioning how we actually did it. We go, well, I don't even know how it happened. It just happened. And I just, I declared it at the beginning of the month and then turned around on the end of the month and was like, oh my God, that happened. And this has happened to me before in the past where I was literally in between different invoicing systems and hadn't actually calculated where I was at in the month and then got towards the end of the month and had surpassed my five figure target. And so I needed to do the same thing then. So what I would suggest you do is, is stop and actually take some time to debrief on the month or on the experience or on the success. So firstly, you wanna ask yourself what worked really well and get as specific as possible. What did you specifically do? And we're gonna talk about a few different areas. So firstly, what action steps did you take that created that result? And I guarantee you, your brain will be like, oh, I don't really know, or there was these few things, but I really want you to get as detailed as possible. So get a pen and paper and write down exactly what you did throughout that whole time to make that happen. No one else did it. You did it. You created that reality. So you need to articulate how you did that because sometimes we forget some of the things that really did work. I remember when my first year of business, it was I was basically like throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like that's the term that everyone uses. But basically it was like trying everything. I was doing everything from all the social media things, all the tips and tricks, uh, all the networking, going to all these different events, creating my own events, like setting up all these different classes and workshops and masterclasses and going and meeting other people and like all the different things. And it wasn't until the end of that year that I sat down and actually looked at and went, okay, so where did my clients come from? How did they find me? And what actually worked? And there was some really interesting stats in it that I hadn't considered before that I was like, wow, this actually worked in this area. I need to be doing more of that so I could actually focus my attention and energy on things that actually worked, right? Hello, duh. Um, But often we can get so caught up that we forget to do these things. So yes, so I keep digressing. I'm sorry. But yes, really key, debrief with yourself. So you want to debrief on the actions. Then you want to debrief on your thoughts. Now this one can be a little bit more challenging, but I want you to think about it in an in-depth way, right? So you might want to journal on it, or you might want to look at key activities or key milestones that you hit within the month and then have a think back to what were the thoughts that you had about those. So once you set your target, what did you think about it? Did you think that it was possible? Did you think like, I'm going to give a good crack at this? Like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Like, what was the thought that you told yourself about going after that target? And then when something happened and went well, how did you talk to yourself about it? What were the thoughts that you had about those wins, right? So stopping and taking a moment to acknowledge the thought processes that you had along the journey Because like I always say, your thoughts create your emotions and your emotions drive your actions. And so you want to make sure that you're unpacking the beautiful new belief systems that you're instilling. And when you first achieve some level of success that you haven't achieved before, it can be difficult to actually figure out what those thoughts were because they're so new. They're not repeated. So it's really key that you take the time to acknowledge it because that'll actually help you build new belief systems. So what were the thoughts that you had along the journey? Now, this is what I took my client through when she was sitting in that hesitation and asked her these key things like, what were the specific actions that you took 
and let's make a list. What were the specific thoughts that you had? So when you took those actions, what did you think about taking towards taking that action? When this happened, what did you think? When you set this goal, what did you think? When you created that masterclass, what did you think? And starting to think about those things, right? So starting to actually articulate the thought patterns. Then what emotions did you have? So how did you feel throughout the month? And what did you do to support your feeling good? Because I believe money is all about energetics. It is all about the energy that you bring to the work that you do. And so if we're spending half of our energy in a low vibration, experiencing negative emotions, stressed and worried and doubting and all of those things, we're keeping ourselves in a really low vibe and money does not want to be attracted to that. It isn't attracted to that. So how did you maintain your vibration? And now when I asked her this, there were simple, simple little things that she did that actually supported it. So it was utilizing a visualization script that we created in the beginning of the month there was exercise. So she recognized that to help boost her energy that she needed to actually maintain an exercise routine. So she did that as well. Um, she took some time out. So previously she had been working her butt off before Christmas and she didn't actually take much of a pause. And so she actually eased into the year and has found it much easier to have better energy when she's again, letting the pressure off herself and allowing more free flowing thoughts to fly is <laughs> free flowing thoughts to fly. That was a random way to say that, but basically like she hadn't put such pressure on herself to achieve the goal, but she was excited about it and she just maintained her vibration and her energy throughout the month. So these were key things that she did that she had totally forgotten about. And she was so quick to discount and quick to go to, oh, no, no, it was a fluke. Oh, it was lucky. And I don't know if I can do it again. And so then afterwards I asked her, so considering everything that we just covered, could you do that again? And she was like, well, yeah, I can totally do that. So then she built the confidence in her competence. She built the confidence in herself to achieve that level of success. And then I asked her the next kind of step question to that was, if you were to achieve this again, would that be okay? She was like, of course it would be. And I was like, okay, is there any resistance, any hesitation to it? And she did have a slight hesitation to her workload. So she was concerned with, okay, so if I do this again next month, would I be able to manage the workload of the new clients coming through the door? And she was like, she, I was like, great, this is a really great question. So let's actually d dive deep into that and look at it. Okay, so based on the clients that you have now, looking at your calendar, where could you fit the new clients in? And do you feel that you could still maintain your energy levels, your exercise, your visualization in the morning and the action steps that you took? Is this still possible? And so when she looked at it like that, actually getting a viewpoint for it and seeing it on the computer screen when she looked at her calendar, she was like, ah, uh, actually, yeah, I could totally do that because I have a client finishing up here and a client finishing up there so that the new ones could replace those. And like she was able to build the belief systems that it was okay. Now, if I hadn't asked her that question and she just went out with, oh yeah, yeah, I could do this again and go out and start started to take action, what you would find she would have done is because there was the resistance there, right? she would have possibly self-sabotaged in the lead up to it. So she probably would have not taken all of the action or maybe she would have maybe talked a client out of working with her because she was not not sure that she could take on the workload, right? So recognize that whenever there's resistance, if you don't work on uncovering what the resistance is and why you're feeling resistant to it, then you most likely will self-sabotage it. So once she was actually clear on that and she could see in her diary that it was possible to take on new clients, 
she was so ready and raring to go for the next month. Okay. And the other key thing was recognizing what were the action steps that actually worked. So she jotted out all of the action steps that she took and she recognized there was a couple that didn't work. So she doesn't need to spend any more energy there. And then the other ones she could actually double down on and spend more energy doing those activities. And then noticing that actually she probably wouldn't have to work as hard, even though she found it was not too bad, that she wouldn't have to work as hard because the things that she was doing would most likely work more effectively and much quicker, right? So yeah, oh my God, I've been talking so, so fast, but I hope you are on the same path with me. Okay, so let me recap before I close off this episode. So firstly, please stop using the word but. Replace it with the word and. Acknowledge yourself and the successes that you've had. You were the one that actually made those happen. Nobody else. Even if you've had support, like even with my clients and they're like, oh no, you made this happen. I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't do any of it. I supported the mindset support, right? And I encouraged you. Yes, but you took action. You made it happen. So please acknowledge yourself. That's really, really key. And then debrief with yourself. Acknowledge what worked. Really articulate how you got there. And then work on, is there any resistance to doing it again? And so sometimes you find that there may be some resistance because it's not something that you want to go to the next level with and you and that's okay. So you may want to maintain it at a lower level to begin with for another couple of months before you can then build up to the next one. And that's the same thing. Whereas we're stepping back into the comfort zone going, yeah, I'm okay here. Or it might be looking at your calendar for what you've got on and going, okay, so I know that I'm launching something in say March and that's going to be hectic. So I want to kind of take the foot off the accelerator here so that I can have got the time and energy to spend on the, on the launch or, whatever it might be. So acknowledge the resistance, question what's causing the resistance, and then work out an action plan to stop feeling that resistance anymore. So I hope this episode has served you. Make sure you head to the link in the show notes to register for the masterclass. It's happening on the 15th of February. You want to be part of it. It's going to be so much fun diving into everything when it comes to charging your worth. Hope you have an incredible week and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.